it's time to start rallying around America's young conservatives and explore what it means to be a young Republican in the 21st century, in a world where it seems like everyone under 30 must be a liberal. These are the stories you haven't heard before from the voices of America's young conservatives. So let's find out what it truly means to be raised right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Raised Right podcast. This week, I had the opportunity to sit down with Audrey Underfirth, who is one of the women who founded the Chicago Thinker out of Chicago. Now, if you're not familiar with their story, it was on Fox News, Campus Reform. I mean, these girls really made waves with this newspaper that they started at the University of Chicago to quote-unquote outthink the mob. And so I knew I had to talk to one of them. And I was very fortunate to get in touch with Audrey, who was willing to come on and and share her story and her journey of of starting this newspaper, a conservative student run newspaper in a very liberal area. So I can't wait for you guys to hear her story. We're here with Audrey from the Chicago Thinker. Thank you so much, Audrey, for joining us here on the Raise Right podcast. I'm excited to talk to you and, um, you know, get the background of how you guys started this paper in a very liberal area. So why don't you just start by telling us a little bit about you, um, if you're from Chicago, how you ended up going to school there. Just give us the background. Definitely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you today and to give you a little bit of my background. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. And when I started looking at colleges, I really wanted to end up at a place where I could speak freely. I'm conservative. I'm very vocal about my conservative beliefs. And I wanted to make sure that I was on a campus where I could actually speak my mind and I could engage productively with others, especially with those with whom I disagree. And so I chose to attend the University of Chicago um, due to its purported um, dedication to free speech. The University of Chicago is known for something called the Chicago Principles, which promise that there aren't administrative um, punishments for saying the wrong thing in class or on campus. And I was really excited about that. So that is why I applied to the University of Chicago. I'm now a junior here on campus. I absolutely love the university. Um, But the frustrating thing to me was I got on campus as this naive little freshman. I told everyone I was in college Republicans. I was very outspoken. And I immediately received pretty strong backlash. And to be clear, I think debate is really important. I think we should have debates. And I didn't expect everyone to agree with me by any means. Um, But it was sad to me to watch as conservative ideas were mocked before they were even grappled with. Um, And my friend, Evita Duffy, had a very similar experience. And so we decided this past summer that enough was enough. We wanted to change the conversation on campus. We wanted to prove that conservative ideas and principles belong in the conversation here. Um, And we launched the Chicago Thinker to outthink the mob and to do just that. That's awesome. I love that. So I've seen a couple of your other interviews that you've done with Fox, and you both mentioned that you had experienced cancel culture, which is something that we talk a lot about on the show and a lot of our guests have experienced as well. So other than the messages, was there anything um, that you experienced that was very canceling? Well, Avita has the most um, 
traumatizing story, although she's really strong and brave. And so she came out even stronger because of it. Um, But the sort of famous story, at least on campus, that really inspired the thinker is um, that last year she participated in an initiative at the Institute of Politics here on campus, and students were asked to explain why they vote and to write why they vote on a little whiteboard and to pose in a photo for social media. So she posed in a photo and said that she votes because while coronavirus won't destroy America, socialism will. Um, And for that, she received horrendous backlash. People went after her and her appearance and her family. She received a death threat. um, And she went to the leftist student newspaper on campus to try and tell her story. And she eventually was able to, but they were not particularly enthusiastic about giving her a platform through which to speak and defend herself. Um, So that's the big sort of event and drama that really inspired things. And I mean, for me personally, once people found out I was conservative in the dorm, they stopped saying hi to me. They wouldn't even look me in the eye. Um, They just completely gave me the cold shoulder. So um, I've experienced um, backlash as well, but not nearly as much as Evita has. Wow, that's awful. And I'm sad that you guys went through that, but know that there's so many other young conservatives out there that experience that and are with you in that. And you obviously came out on top by starting this newspaper. Was it pretty difficult for you guys to get it started and off the ground or did the pieces just fall in place? Well, thank you. And I mean, the crazy thing is it just kind of things just took off. I mean, it was really shocking in a good way. I mean, um, less than a year ago, we were brainstorming saying, okay, we want a website where we can speak freely. We need a logo. We need a name. We need a slogan. Um, And we started out with a series of Zoom calls with our friends this past summer. And it's been so incredibly fun. And I, I, when I started out, I never would have imagined that we would be featured in the Wall Street Journal, that we'd end up on Fox. Like I had no idea um, that things would sort of blow up the way they did. Honestly, my biggest concern this summer was that we were going to spend all this time on this little hobby of ours and no one was going to care and no one was going to read the website. So um, it's been really exciting um, and kind of, kind of unsurprising. And it obviously has been work, but it's been fun work. So it's been worth it. Yeah. We're not surprised at all that it blew up. You guys are a huge inspiration to young conservatives out there because I think we all you know, feel that pressure from the mob to conform to their, their ways. And so seeing stories like this is really inspiring. So I know your guys' slogan um, and and promises to outthink the mob, and I think that's great. So I wanted to kind of pick your brain about what are some of the initiatives and ways that you guys are taking to outthink the mob. Awesome. Well, I mean, I think the first um, thing that's necessary is just for people to speak up and to just share their voice and to know that their voice matters. Um, Because sadly, I know a lot of really intelligent conservatives and libertarians and other free thinkers, and they just stay silent too often. And that needs to change because they have something really valuable to add to the conversation. And so part of outthinking the mob is trusting yourself that you have something valuable to contribute and also trusting that 
when you put yourself out there and when you speak out, you have supporters um, because we're working really hard as a newspaper, not only to produce content on a weekly, if not a daily basis, but also to build a community. And so I tell everyone who writes for us and works with us that they can call me at any time. We hang out together frequently on the weekends and it's really a community. And so I, I think people need to know that when they speak out and they write, whether it's for the thinker or anywhere else, um, that they'll have supporters and followers and that their voice matters. Um, and once you kind of realize that, I think everything else sort of falls into place. That's great and very true. Why do you think that so many people, especially in college, are scared to kind of voice their opinions, especially on the conservative side? Well, the costs are extraordinarily high, or at least they feel extraordinarily high because you work so hard to get into college. You want to do well. You want to get good grades and a good job, hopefully, after college. And um, I mean, I had a situation this past quarter when I wrote a paper I vehemently disagreed with because I knew that my professor wasn't going to grade my work fairly if I wrote what I actually thought. And it's infuriating. But that happens all the time because these universities are echo chambers and there's a high cost socially and sometimes academically to challenging campus orthodoxy. Um, and so it's it's legitimately scary. But one of my goals is to convince people that even though it is scary, it's still worth it to push back and to push back when you can. So in my case, I wrote the paper that I had to write for the grade I really wanted in that class this last quarter. And then the quarter finished and I immediately wrote an article in The Thinker about how too many classes on campus um, impose leftist orthodoxy. So that was sort of my deal with myself was, okay, I'm going to do what I need for class and for my GPA, but then I'm going to write about leftist orthodoxy orthodoxy afterwards and fight it in that way. And I, I think it's important to find the ways in which you can be productive while also protecting yourself. Yes, absolutely. I think it's important that people remain true to themselves, even though they kind of have to play the game a little bit, so to speak, in, in college. Right. It's tough, definitely. So how many members and writers, I guess, people on staff do you guys have at The Thinker right now? So right now we have eight editors, including me and Avita, and then we have about 15 staff writers, give or take a few we're recruiting right now. Um, and the exciting thing is we have a long list of contributors as well. So we just um, recently published an article by a professor here on campus who obviously isn't on our masthead, but he's been reading our work and he wanted to engage with us. Um, and we've started publishing outside content submissions. So for anyone listening to this, if you're ever interested in writing anything, you can submit content to us at the Chicago Thinker. Um, and the network is just growing and hopefully we'll continue to do so. Mm -hmm. What was the response like on campus when you guys launched this? Was it more positive than you thought it would be or did you get some backlash? 
it was a little bit crazy, to be honest. So we didn't spend any money on marketing um, and things immediately blew up as soon as we posted that we were launching a paper to outthink the mob. Um, we immediately received a lot of criticism. There is a meme page for the University of Chicago and we are frequent subjects in the memes, um, both the paper as well as um, some of us editors and writers. Um, but for as much backlash as we received, we also received so many messages of support. And that was the really cool thing that if you looked at the meme page, it wasn't always kind about us. It was rarely kind about us. Um, but when it came time to, you know, read through direct messages on Facebook and to read through my inbox, I was just overwhelmed with how positive my peers and many of my professors were because they said that they'd been quiet for too long and they were so thankful to us for speaking out. Um, and so I, I try and focus on the positive feedback more than the negative feedback. Mm -hmm. That's great. So what's in the future then for the Chicago Thinker? What's, what do you guys hope to accomplish next? We're just going to keep doing what we're doing. We're hoping to keep recruiting new writers and editors. And at some point, I would like to go into print. I'd like to be publishing more content. The more, the better. Um, so we're hoping to just keep growing um, and expanding our presence on campus. Because at some point, we would like to be a website that people go to to find out what's happening in Hyde Park here on the south side of Chicago. And we do a lot of news stories in addition to opinion and analysis, but I want to just keep expanding and keep growing. Absolutely. So what's, you know, what are your career ambitions individually? I love to write and I love to edit. Um, and I'm also really interested in law. So I'm a junior here on campus, as I said earlier, and I'm studying in a program called Law, Letters, and Society. And I'm also studying Russian. Um, so I'm really interested in international relations. And that's sort of a rambling way of saying that I'm, I'm hoping after graduation to find a way in which I can write. Maybe I can practice law. Maybe I'll go to law school. Um, and I can continue to think about national and world events. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. We've got a very bright future ahead for sure, especially with this. I think you guys are going to do some amazing things. Um, one last question for you here for any young conservatives out there that are listening or maybe parents of young conservatives that are just worried about the future. What would be your words of advice to kind of outthink the mob and to fight back? Thank you. Um, well, I want to start by just saying again how thankful I am that you had me on your show today and it it gives me hope. And that's been what's so exciting about the last few months is I felt like I was so alone. And I've realized in the last few months that I'm not alone. There are so many amazing people out there, including you and the hard work you're doing. And I mean, there are just so many amazing people who are fighting back and are standing up for themselves and others. So for anyone who will be enrolling in college soon, any parents, anyone already in college, I would just say that you're not alone and it's really important to speak out and to say what you believe um, because you'll find that you have a lot more supporters than you realize. And at the end of the day, that's one of the greatest benefits for me is for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm really surrounded by brave 
intelligent, hardworking people. And that's only because I spoke out and then I found others who are willing to do the same. Um, so I think things are crazy right now with cancel culture. Um, too many, if not all, universities are bastions of liberal orthodoxy and that needs to change. Um, and there are a lot of people fighting to make that happen. Mm -hmm. That's great. Love it. And it's so true. They're not alone. Nobody is. We're all in this, this fight together. Hopefully we can turn it around and get it back on the right track. So thank you, Audrey, for sharing your thoughts and taking the time to talk with us and keep us updated. If you guys have any positions open that you're looking for people and yeah. yeah. Right, well, thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Enjoy this episode of Raised Right. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app to catch the next episode. And be sure to like and follow us on Instagram at Raised Right Podcast and Facebook and Twitter at Raised Right Pod. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.